TF Radio here. Look at us, like, actually making this a somewhat regular podcast. This yeah. Is, what, three in a row now? Three in a row, man. Like, on a schedule and everything. Yeah. There was a big break between our two intros. I'm going to just cut that down in post-production. That's the beauty of the fucking internet radio. Yeah, the non-live version of our excellent podcast. Even though, by the way, uh, you have, like, you've totally left in shit where like we were having bad technical difficulties and i was just screaming into this microphone with like i can't hear anything i can't hear anything yeah but those are funny well having a break between intro music yeah, you're just gonna lose subscribers and we can't stand to lose any subscribers no we barely have any as it is we barely have any as it is mm-hmm. this is james ridgewood by the way screaming on the mic i guess todd worthington also screaming on this mic uh, and welcome to TDF Radio. Stacy Skyward on assignment still? Oh yeah, big time. And Raymond Ray is, you know, doing whatever he does. He's doing what he does. Doing what he does. And, uh, so we're the ones, uh, holding down the fort. You know, but it's always, uh, you know, the show is, show is everyone's. That it is. That it is. Except yours. Um. Who's you? Oh, uh, you mean the listener? The listener. Oh, yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Turn we on. love you, but whatever. Yeah. So, so what are you drinking over there? I didn't even recognize that beer that you had. Ah, yes. I am having a, uh, it's a, called a Flying Dog. Oh, I am familiar. Easy IPA. I didn't, I didn't get a good look at it. I've never had the Easy IPA. I've actually been to the, uh, been to the brewery, actually, in Frederick, Maryland. Oh. I have a friend who lives in Frederick. We picked uh we picked this up at what has to be the best alcohol store anywhere, which is Total Wine. Oh, Total Wine is pretty epic. It definitely beats Bedmo. Best liquor store ever, debatable. But it's very solid. What, and what, cheap. It's oh, it's stupid cheap. They beat Costco. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like when we're buying cheap beer, they buy you know it's they they make sure that they beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. They do a pretty good job there. Uh, but yeah, I am drinking a Stochasticity Project Grapefruit Slam IPA. Ale brewed with grapefruit peel. And the reason why I'm drinking such a beer. So this is actually, it's an unlabeled stone beer. Like Stone decided 
I don't know, they were doing some marketing test or some shit. And so stone is not written anywhere on the entire bottle, but it is actually 100% produced and owned by stone. Really? And they produce slightly too much of it. And so I have a couple friends who work for stone and, uh, you know, it's an IPA, so you're supposed to drink it relatively soon after you brew it. Um, this was supposed to be finished by like 618 or something. And so on after 618, Stone was just like, well, we're not going to sell it anymore. So uh, they just gave every employee a couple cases. That's and awesome. so indirectly, they gave me a couple cases. Actually, I didn't get a couple cases. I got a, I got maybe six bottles. We have our first official sponsor of the show. Like paying sponsor? Stone, the Stone Brewing Company. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, holy shit, are you going to announce a paid sponsor? I'm, that'd be amazing. <laughs> no, I, I would I, love I, to see some of that money. Where where will our slush fund be located? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, where where won't it be where won't it be located, really? Good point, good point. But yeah, so I mean, indirectly Stone is sponsoring this. So you actually it says brewed by and it's the actual Stone like not doing business as name. Like the uh -huh. actual name of their like company, which is the Kochenwagner's Brewing Company, Escondido, San Diego County, California. I've never heard that name before. I wouldn't have known that name either, except I actually looked up their alcohol license. Huh. That's also, not... you know, the the CEO is Greg Coach. So, so it's, or, it's Cook, actually. I think he, he calls it Cook. It's like spelled not like that. It's spelled like K-O-C-H or K-O-O-C-H according to this. But I think his actual last name is K-O-C-H. Right. So you would Which say is, like Coke but like or Koch or something. But he says the, Coke. The, Whatever. The Coke brothers of the like, you know, that the, the famous Coke brothers. Yes. Yeah. They spell Coke. It's K-O. They spell K-O-C-H and pronounce it Coke. Yeah, so like that, exactly like that. He's like the third brother, except instead of being like a conservative, he makes beer. They would probably mellow those guys out, I think. He might. You never know. Shit. Um. So, so Stacy and I just got back from a cruise. With uh, I'm still fucking tired, by the way. Oh, you like just got back? We got back on. We got back on late, late Sunday night. Okay. And, you know, I'm still I, I'm and I came back to like 111 degrees here, so I'm I'm tired. But we bought an unlimited alcohol package. That's the only way to travel, my friend. And for a full week, dude, it's a full week is pretty rough with an unlimited alcohol package because you know there's a certain amount that you have to drink. Every day in order to make, you know, what you spent on it. And, I mean, we did it. <laughs> that's that's a, that's an accomplishment. We did it, but it was basically like, you know, so there were three full days at sea. First two were just like blackout drunk. Now, and we were with their family. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, Even better. Uh, guest, guest Ken Skyward. Um, How's he doing? Uh, Ken Skyward was there. I haven't was, talked to him in a little bit. Mm. He's doing good, man. He just moved. Oh, he moved? Yeah. No he longer moved living in downtown? 
Uh huh. Still downtown. Oh, okay. Moved in lady. Ooh, big time, big time. Yeah. Um. So, cruise is great. You know, Caribbean uh, unlimited alcohol package. There was this family that was great on the on the cruise. Stacy and I saw him, and we haven't been able to stop telling the story about him. So, my, uh, I'll try and make the story as short as possible. But there's a kid poking around. Mom's like poking around at this little uh, shopping stand that's right across uh, from the bar that we were sitting at. She goes, what are you going to buy for grandma? Oh, I don't know. Picking through things, picking through things. Dad comes out with two two drinks, cocktail for him, glass of wine for mom. It's 10 a.m. Um, and kid looks up at mom and goes, oh, can I have a sip? And mom goes, no, sorry, it's alcohol. And the kid goes, oh, why does everything have to be alcohol? And the dad, in all the like, in a very like Brady like fashion, looks down and says, Well, son, it's because we bought the ultimate package. So we are going to drink as much alcohol as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Good work. I was like, You could have gone either way here. You could have been like, Well, you know, because it's because it's a grown up drink. It's a grown-up drink. It's it's uh, mommy and daddy soda, you know. It's and he goes, nope, because we bought that shit. Because we paid, paid a lot of money, and we're gonna get all of our money out of it. I I didn't have an unlimited alcohol package in Brazil, but I more or less should have. I mean, like beer's so cheap there, it's like you have an all-inclusive alcohol package all the time. Which is just fucking amazing. Yeah. Except at the even at the World Cup games it wasn't that unreasonable. You could get about a sixteen ounce beer for like five bucks or like four fifty maybe. Dollars. At a major at a major sporting event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to a couple World Cup games, saw some saw some sporting and uh, you know, it was awesome. Saw a bunch of like hijammered Europeans. <laughs> Although then I was the hijammered American, so you know, it was all good. You, like, I rep TDF hardcore. I, I was blackout drunk maybe like two nights. I did drink some like home fermented alcohol at some bar that I was at. Like they had some ginger beer that was like like they just had it in like a bottle, like just a normal clear bottle, like a like a jar. <laughs> it's just Kinda. like in a mason jar. Might as well be fucking moonshine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was it was not that strong. It couldn't have been more than like fifteen percent, maybe. So like it wasn't distilled, but it was, it was like a decent, you know, ginger beer, but like a, you know, fermented strong ginger beer. It was pretty cool. Nice. I, I got so, hammered off of that. Uh, all I know really uh, about the World Cup right now is that, um, the U.S. is out, though somehow they lost before, and that was enough to keep them in. Yeah. And then, and then uh. Germany just, like, walked all over Brazil yesterday. Yeah, that was a fucking embarrassment. And the whole nation just, like, cried. Yep. Yeah, that was a fucking embarrassment. Germany put up seven goals. Like, I I watched all the goals. I didn't watch the whole game or anything. At least, like, three or four of them are pretty sloppy. Like, Like, at that point, you know, the first couple are, like, legit solid goals by Germany. And then, like, Brazil basically gave up. And then there's, like, three straight goals of, like, bullshit. You know, Brazil's, like, 
I mean, not not trying, but not not World Cup caliber defense right there, like sloppiness. And then they just get ass fucked by the Germans on that one. So you know, then Germany put up seven, and then I you know there was one goal by Brazil at the very end, like 90th minute status. Maybe not feel so ashamed, but you know the shame is there. Like you got you got ass fucked on home soil, like big time. Like the yeah. U.S. lost to Germany zero to one. Brazil lost to Germany one to seven. Good lord. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It's horrible. But let me tell you though, like so the finals they're. We're into the finals now. So Holland and and Brazil will play for the third place, and then Argentina and uh, and Germany will play for first and second. Mm-hmm. Um, in like I don't know four or five days or so, and I cannot wait to fucking back a truck full of money on Argentina. I may <laughs> be wrong. I may be wrong. They're an underdog. Like they, according to the betting line, they have like less significantly less than fifty percent to win. But like I love Argentina in this match. Hmm. Like, it's exactly like last year. Germany was fucking face-crushing people, like 3-0, 4-0, and then they run into, like, a quality team who's, like, pumped up Spain four years ago. And I backed the fucking truck up on Spain because I was like, you know, you, you're not, like, yes, you can roll all over fucking, you know, whoever Germany played before that, like a bunch of scrub-ass teams. But, like, you're not going to just roll over, like, Spain. And because Germany had been winning all their games, like, 4-0 and shit, Germany was favored over Spain, despite the fact that at the beginning of the tournament, Spain was considered, you know, significantly better than Germany in last year's World Cup. In this year's World Cup, Germany was actually considered worse than Argentina, although only marginally. Like the the Brazil was the favorite to win the whole tournament. After that, it was like it was like Argentina and then Germany and the Netherlands were like fairly close. And, uh, and, and yeah, but like, so, I mean, you know, to some degree you have the four best teams as the four best teams, which was kind of interesting, but like now it's broken down, but like, you know, before the tournament, everybody thought Argentina was maybe slightly better than Germany. And now, you know, because Germany has been winning in such convincing fashion, you know, they're, they're going to be, well, I actually checked the betting line before I got on. They're like, uh, I think I think a bet on Argentina pays 1.4 to 1 right now. So, you know, for a team that, like, before... Like, if you said that this match was the first match of the whole tournament, you know, Germany probably would have been, like, you know, at best 50-50, probably like a 45-55 underdog in this game. So, you like your odds. I like you the love- odds, dude. I'm willing to gamble. And now... For those who don't, for those who aren't like our friends that listen to the show, uh, you're not an athletic person. Oh no, no, no. I mean, uh, I'm not like a fat person. But, no, no. But I'm not a. You know, some people had physical gifts. I just wasn't given those. Right. I wasn't but, given physical handicaps. I was, you know, just neutral. And then I, you know, I could have maybe made them better, and I chose not to. Right. But when it comes to uh, when it comes to sports, because you can make it involve money, you know everything that there is to know about sports, essentially. I mean, I don't know that much about soccer, to be honest, but I know a lot about betting. And let me right. tell you, when a team, like, crushes a bunch of other teams, like 4-0, and everybody thinks that they're fucking unstoppable, and then they run into a team that's, like, supposed to be just as good, if not better, who's been, right. like, barely screeching by their games, like, 
you know, what do I go by? Like the 20 international games they played in the last, you know, maybe two years or like the last three games, you know, where, where Germany crushed it. But before that, you know, there are fucking like 20 games to go off of. I'm going to go with the fucking 20 games to predict who's going to win this game, not like the most recent two or three. Man, that's what so, you're supposed to do. So, you know, whatever. I could be wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, you know, I think Argentina is probably a coin flip in this game. Maybe I'm wrong. And, it, but, you know, if you can get paid 1.4 to 1 on a coin flip, you know, fucking flip that coin. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, okay. whatever. I'll gamble. Uh, but so short, the, the short of it is that Brazil was fucking awesome. You drank cheap, and now you're going to bet a buttload of money on Argentina. Yeah, dude, I got to make that fucking money back that I spent on that trip. Don't get me wrong. I spent almost no money once I got to Brazil, like right. other than the the like apartment that I rented, like food, drinks, those things cost nothing, right? Like, I mean, literally, you could get three beers for two dollars and twenty cents. Like that was that was what I was drinking, and that was on the street. Like, if you wanted to go to a grocery store, shit, it was like a case for like five bucks. But like flights and shit were pretty pricey. Flights were expensive. Yeah, I mean, it was like maybe eighteen hundred to get down there. Shit. Yeah, it was pricey, no doubt. I, the game was not expensive because I won the, the whatever FIFA lottery, so I was paying face value on the tickets. Nice. Yeah, that was nice. Well, so maybe that means that uh, luck's on your side. I can't complain. I found out that face value apparently is different from Brazilians. I was talking to some Brazilian. He was paying like $15 to go to the game. That was less than I was paying. But, like, you know, let me tell you, in terms of tickets, I went to two – Two uh, World Cup games for cheaper than my tickets were to WrestleMania. <laughs> Can you well, tell that I love sporting events? Yeah. Despite so when, the fact that there's no serious betting on WrestleMania. So maybe the the takeaway here is don't put Vince McMahon in charge of the World Cup. No. Guy would gouge the shit out of you. You'd have like take home the chair packages from the stadium. It would be retarded. <laughs> anyway. Eh. Well, um, so I wanted to, I, I don't know how much room we're going to have for, uh, uh, I just, sorry if that came through, I just got an IM. Um, whatever. I, uh, I don't know how much time we're going to have for even like a, for material we're going to have for a booth break, but I definitely want to make sure that I play this song. Um, uh, and, uh, no, I see what you're writing. No, it's not happening. All right. Uh, so we may just – but what the thing that I did want to mention was that we outlasted another podcast, and I'm actually sad to say this. Uh, we outlasted um, Cantorian Woods for a second time, and just to, Just to bring it, it up, my video of me trying out to be Woods for a day is still available on Facebook. Right. I think it's still on YouTube too. Did we upload it to YouTube? I don't even know. I think they did. Oh, whatever. Fuck it. Um, but so, yeah, like I think if you just type in Woods for a Day on YouTube, it's up there. Oh, so, awesome. Uh, but, yeah, so Cantorian Woods, so Chris Cantori for, you know, the America's Finest City listeners, uh, he was on 91X for, uh, you know, a ton of years as their, as their morning uh, DJ. And, I mean, he's the guy that I was listening to. First in San Diego, even 
even before Mikey went got on there and then lost his mind. But so, um, so you yeah. Shouldn't so say he, that about one of our few followers. Mikey is a friend of the show. Mikey's a friend of the show, but he lost his mind in terms of, you know. Everybody he, loses their mind from time to time. Fair enough. Right. Uh, but it cost him now two morning shows. So, anyway. uh, but so Cantorian Woods has been going on for a long time. Uh, Woods does mornings at 94.9, but it's, it's just like he comes on, he says a few things, and then he plays music. Uh, 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 excuse me. So, and they said that, that Chris was in talks to pick up a new morning show somewhere. And wouldn't say where, wouldn't say where. But they did say that if he got a show on a competing radio station to 94.9, that Woods was no longer allowed to appear on the podcast with him. I so, think that's kind of bullshit. Like, come on. Like, Woods appearing on a podcast could definitely be like a contract line item that no exec is going to be like, ooh, that's a deal breaker, right? Like, Come on, fucking fucking man up and negotiate a little bit, I feel. Well, apparently, well, when he signed his contract, I guess it didn't, that didn't come up. But anyway, uh, so he got a morning show now on 1021. I'm not in San Diego anymore, but uh, KPRI. All right. I don't, I don't know what they play, but he's got a new morning show, and, you know, their, their page for the most part has gone quiet. So uh, I did bring up a, uh, they were, and they're my favorite podcast easily. You know, radio sucks out in the desert, so it's serious and podcast for me. So I'm sad that that we outlasted them, especially you know, you know that now it's like what I got to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. I guess it could be worse. But so uh, I did want to at least just play maybe just a couple of just a couple of bars of this song. I'll keep it. I'll keep it low so maybe we can keep talking. Ah, oh, no worries. Um, you know, Howard Stern got thrown off of a lot of channels in his day. That's true. So, you know, Mikey might just be preparing for his big comeback. Well, he's on an internet radio show, too. Oh, all right, then. That's his big comeback, then. Yeah, it, it's some, like, internet music, driving, you know, drive all night, uh, rock all night, it's called. All right. I, I don't know. So he's still kind of doing talk, but it's like super late night, and I think it's just like internet radio, especially for truckers and that kind of thing. Oh, so like you mean satellite radio? Yeah, yeah, but it's like not. I don't know. I don't like know satellite radio is like a hundred percent for truckers, right? And people who live out here. Sorry, by the way, when I talk really loud, the music gets quiet because of the way that Skype handles that shit. Oh. Is it adjusting for me too? Like when I'm talking, is the music going down? No, not really. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if you can tell what this song is, but this song is definitely dedicated to Cantorian Woods, uh, as well as their producer. Uh, this guy that went to our school actually, his name's Dan Brozo. Never heard of him. And he does like all of their production and all and and all that. I wonder well, if he was a, uh, a one of the old KSDT people back at. Uh... Back at Internet Radio at UCSD. It probably. So I think that was KSDT, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's right. Um, oh. Yeah, that's totally it. It's KSDT. I got to give a shout out to KSDT. That's where I got my start, by the way. 
you you started on the radio there. That is correct. At your start. <laughs> that, that, was, that was where I got my start, man. KSDT, fiercely independent college radio. I, yeah. I didn't even have my own show. My roommate had his own show, and then sometimes he would be like, "Ah, I'm not gonna do the show." And our show time was like shitty. It was like twelve in the night or like one in the morning, and like you had to play a certain number of of the uh, whatever the PSAs. They had some badass PSAs though from like badass people. Really? Yeah, dude. There was like fucking Bjork PSAs and like B- PSAs from like big time bands and shit. Like I think there was even like a Bono PSA. Like you're shit. listening to KSDT, fiercely independent college radio. Wow. Yeah, you would expect those people to just be like, oh, do a PSA for college radio? Go fuck yourself. But there they were doing it. So. Oh, I mean, I, I never met any of those people. It was like they recorded a PSA once, probably ten years ago. Hold on a second. Yeah. So I had to I had to get that going a little bit. The uh I know a couple of our listeners that do listen to Cantori was they'll they'll understand the the, uh, the spirit behind Call Tyrone as uh, as our as our music bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I've been working on on getting a guest here for us. Um, he's got a great story about not sticking your dick in crazy, and always a always a good story. Oh, it's a great story it's really a great story and i've been working on i've been working on getting him on the show for a little while now and it just the timing hasn't worked out he's out of town right now um but he's totally willing it's great it's a it's a teaser i don't know what name he wants to uh be called on here so i'm not going to call him anything but uh he grabs pretty much every episode which is cool that's awesome by the way, I just pulled up KSDT Radio's fucking Wikipedia page. Bono, apparently not on the list. But it's like artists such as Lemmy, Motorhead, Bjork, The Flaming Lips, The Meat Puppets, Screaming Trees, Mogwai, and Fugazi, and others have recorded station identifications for KSDT in the past. Where this is get... obviously edited by, like, a student. Right. So where do they get... Like, these guys don't just... These guys don't come into the studio to record these station IDs. Who but... the fuck knows? I, I yeah, I mean I don't know. Maybe they just like made a trip to UCSD. They were playing a concert and KSDT like sent them an email or something. Yo, you want to record a station identification? It'll take you thirty seconds. Yeah, they're like uh, oh, money, and then a regent puts like money in their hands. Uh, I would. Well, there might be money. I doubt there's that much money. I mean, you know, it's fucking internet radio. It's not like they're rich. That's true. I just remember, like, basically because we didn't know any of, like, the, the radio people, like the radio fucking group or whatever. Right. Wow, first air date, 1968. Because we didn't know any of, like, the people at the radio station, like, you couldn't get a good radio time. It was like, you have to take a shit radio time. Like, you're getting, you know, like a Tuesday at midnight. So you guys were, like, you guys were totally, like, uh, David Silver from... <laughs> From 90210. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I mean, I know what 90210 is, but... Oh, definitely, whatever. yeah. Well, maybe maybe you were Donna Martin. 
Whatever. Yes. Okay. We were that. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't have anything else. Um, yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, Is I it? got one thing. So I am in charge of the booze for my wedding. That's amazing. I, yeah, I know. It's fucking amazing. I'm not in charge of that much. Like, you know, and that's that's a good thing. Like, in it's reality. A, it's amazing that you're buying booze. It's amazing that you're getting married. Yeah. both. Well, both of these things are amazing. Like, you're going to come to my wedding, and, like, the booze is going to be solid. All right? You know? Like, I'm going to have a good selection. Uh-huh. I'm in charge of the keg procurement as okay. well as the hard alcohol. So I get to do the whole thing. Like, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have, like, cocktails and shit. Like, like it, there's going to be a cocktail menu of, like, here are, like, three cocktails. It's going to be epic. But I was just going to say, like, you know, I'm, like, going around to, like, the breweries to, like, try to get some, like, crazy beers and shit at the wedding. It's going to be awesome. So like, hopefully how many... there will be, like, modern times and society, uh, you know, kegs. Those are big time now. Those are, like, the new big time in San Diego. You may, Like, you left before either of those even started up. But those are big time down here. I've had a Binda Society. Oh, okay. I mean, they're only like two years old. That's, but yeah, dude, they're epic. And then Modern Times, it's like right next to the Body Shop, that strip club in um, Sports Arena. But yeah, they're really good. <laughs> all, uh, all, all breweries are right next to strip clubs because you need a bunch of cheap land. So you know, it's fucking strip club central. Right. Society is across the street from uh, Cheetahs for all of y'all who don't know. Yeah, uh, when uh, when I was down there, when we hung out last time uh, at Blind Lady, mm, yeah, so a bunch of breweries the next day. Oh, that's day, right. And we hit Society. Yeah, Society is one of the better ones. Yeah, but yeah, that's a really cool spot too. Just to make sure, like the losers uh, who don't like good beer have a beer. I'm getting Levitation. Not the Levitation is like a loser beer. Levitation is an epically awesome beer, but like. That's basically like the beer I have for people who suck at beer. That's reasonable. Yeah, I think so. So you're getting three three taps? Pro- well, probably three commercial beers, and then there'll probably be some uh, homemade alcohol. Nice. I cleared it already with the catering company. That's uh, So that's going to be a lot of booze, dude. I mean, there's 150 people probably, like, you know. We calculated it out. Having like, you know, 20, 30 gallons of beer is, you know, maybe the right amount. I'm not going to get full kegs. I'm getting like five gallons. Right. Well, I guess when you consider, you know, a, a billion people to 300 million, like, you can understand why there might be kind of a lot of people at your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? That's a lot of family. It's a lot of family, you know. She's related to Genghis Khan somehow, you know, me, I don't know, Abraham Lincoln, he's related to everybody maybe. No, probably not. I don't, I, that didn't make any sense. That was dumb. All right, whatever. Fuck it. Well, it, uh, it's going to be awesome. We should consider a podcast for uh, the wedding, wedding day. No, Pre- that, nope. that is not, that is, no. Okay. Like, not- if anything, I'm going to be busy picking up kegs or, you know, like getting married. One of the two. Fine. Or both. And I had I had time before I got married. We got married at like in the evening. Yeah, we also went to go get shaves at like nine a.m. or some shit. You and uh, you and Sugar Wood Woodsorrel did. Yeah, weren't you there? 
Uh, I w- no, I went running with um, I went running with Ray. Oh yeah, I do recall. Whatever, fucking running. Yeah. Well, got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, see me, I would just sit on the couch and bet on the running. That's that's kind of stupid. I don't know if anybody who makes bets on running. You can bet on running. <laughs> I think you can bet on anything. You can bet on just about anything. By the uh, way, if anybody wants to read like a good article about betting, 538 did a pretty good article on betting about a month ago on uh, high-speed tennis side court betting, which was <laughs> awesome. Great article. Um, These are so, like people who send people to watch games live to report back to them what happened in the point faster than it gets reported to like ESPN and shit. It was a great article. Jesus. Yeah, so that you can bet with a like time advantage. Well, maybe we can uh, maybe we can share that uh, also in either this post or a future post. <laughs> I'm just saying, if y'all like betting articles, you know, it was good. Right. Right. Um. So I don't have anything else, but I'm I'm glad that we're on like a fucking schedule here. You did say you wanted to end right about this time. We're actually like on time. We're starting to get this thing down. Setup didn't take a long time. No. Although I don't think I finished my beer. I, I poured a twenty-two. I mean, these stochasticities, like they only came in twenty-twos. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it was free. So. Well, I've got I've got one sip left of mine. So. You got muted or something during that shit. I don't know why. If you're playing the music now. Yeah, maybe that's it. Anyway. Say it again, because we couldn't hear it. <laughs> cheers. Now I've already finished, so... Ah, cheers. Uh, you can probably look for us in So? Right? Right. I need and to figure out how the fuck we make it where, like, you don't get muted when the music's playing. I know how to do that.
with dollar signs in their eyes with tongues so reptilian this industry's venomous with cold blood and cinnamon no need for nervousness it's just a little turbulence Also, here's my butthole. Yeah, yeah. See you guys later.